the most vanilla of all names. I'm so sorry to all the Rahuls out there. But I really did think in my childhood that you all roamed around your houses in heavy saris and jewelries like the bahus and saath nibhana saathiya. Hi, we are yours truly. We are a podcast about our shared experiences and friendship through the lens of Indian and Pakistani culture. If you find yourself wondering, who are you? Please be sure to check out episode 0. In today's episode, we are talking about culture shock, the things we discovered about America and each other when we moved here from the motherland. Wait, so do you never feel like Kajal's character in K3G running towards her NRI son who is trying to pay tribute to his mother's roots desperately holding on to her culture? Uh no, I I'm not a mother. I don't have kids. I'm 23, Sonia. Yeah, as if I am 50 with six kids, but not even a little bit. Um I think on the food Kajal scale I'm more relate to booth and kajol where do, where do you stand honestly both these characters as we know are ultimately caricatures right with who even shying away from being called masi anjali constantly hating on british culture but i definitely feel like i have more kajol or anjali tendencies in terms of consistently reminiscing home most of my songs and memories i'd say are rooted in pakistani culture Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that too. Like I relate to you. Like I'll be at work and I'll be working on some bug or something and then totally unrelated, I'll have like but desi girl or desi girl or something <laughs> like blasting on my headphones. Yeah, I feel that way too. I'll have some cousin like mujhse pehli si mohabbat in my ears while working away at spreadsheets. And it feels so out of place, right? Right. And Look, we expected some of this when we came here, but sometimes it's still a shock about how different things are in the US. We've been in the US how how long now? Hey, almost 4 years. That's almost half a decade, man. I feel old. Oh god. So, what would you say is the thing that gave you the biggest culture shock? You know what? Like in the movie Kajol like had a lot of culture shock from like other like white people and stuff but for me when i moved to the us the biggest culture shock i had was from other desis like other brown people oh my god same same okay sorry go on what about them i think like for me it was the fact that they were able to assimilate themselves into the culture like the american culture quite a lot easier than i was able to like they were throwing parties attending parties and drinking with friends and going clubbing and everybody had like a fake id and i was at the library and i'd pull all nighters there <laughs> and get food from the halal cart and stuff and i'm talking about desis who were like straight from india like they were fresh off the boat i'm not talking about like american desis who were born and brought up here cuz that's a different episode we need to have but yeah for me that was the biggest culture shock. Oh yeah, and we'll definitely have someone speak to like the experience of being born or raised uh in the US uh, and someone who could speak to it more eloquently talk about it in a later episode, but coming back to culture shock. 
do you think we were shocked because because I felt that too, right? Because we had a very monolithic idea of what a desi should look like. And did your idea of what it means to be desi change over time? Oh, for sure. 100%. I feel like I kind of recognized my mistake there in what I said earlier, where I thought, okay, this is a culture shock because I expected desis to fit a certain mold. But I recognize like, yes, we have shared values. But even within that, there's a lot of different like variety within our culture. And there is no single blueprint. There's no cookie cutter for this is someone like a desi and this is not a desi. And yeah, I, I had very preconceived notions about how Desi people must be because I had a very sheltered life at home. Right. Not everyone enters inside a foreign country like Hrithik Roshan's character dancing to Vande Mataram and converting the white dancers behind him <laughs> to sing it too, right? Yeah. That was really funny. But honestly, bro, like if Ritik Roshan danced to a Greek song, I would start talking in Greek too. So it's not a shock to me that those white people were singing Hindi. But yeah, what was the biggest culture shock for you when you came? I'd say it was the Desis too. And obviously knowing like Desi is such a generic term, but I felt that we would all be the same you know, coming from Pakistan or India or Bangladesh, like we'd all be in the same scrappy money-saving boat. But there were folks who didn't even know that NYU offered financial aid or people talking about flying business class. And here I was looking at the aisles, buying the cheapest of everything, the cheapest soap, the cheapest clothing, food. Yeah, dude, like I totally relate to you there as well. Like I remember when I first came to the US, I would convert everything to INR like which is the Indian rupee before like making a purchase and like that habit really took a long time for me to get rid of but I mean at the same time I do of course acknowledge that not everyone is able to afford NYU even with aid and stuff so I acknowledge like my privilege there and we do come from privileged backgrounds yeah, like you have to have a certain financial standing to even attend the school or even feel this cultural financial shock. But um, what else? We've been around for four years. There must have been something else. So what else shocked you? Honestly, something that really shocked me when I moved here was how independent the American kids were. Like their parents would let them like drive themselves around when they were 16, like go to the school or like you know, you want to go to the mall, drive yourself there. Like that was a big thing for me. I guess also you get your driver's license in India, like in at 18. Not sure. I think Pakistan's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. But here it's like 16. And I feel like that does give you a lot of autonomy. Um, but also they're just so much more independent. Like they know how to cook and stuff. But my mom like didn't let me enter the kitchen and I learned to cook when I was here. So that was something that like, was really shocking to me was there something about like the other American kids that shocked you as well just along those lines right it's looked down upon at home if we work at a McDonald's or at a bookstore but when you're here it's common for kids to have an independent source of pocket money and I do think that that is something that 
we could benefit from too. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, speaking of culture shock, something else that I guess not, not, not as a shock, but it's something I didn't think about before. I think we talk about American culture or Americans when we think of it as just like this monolith because that is what we have seen in all these Bollywood movies like K3G. But then I moved to America and I realized there's so much like variety here as well. Like there is a Hispanic population, an Asian population, a black population, and they have stereotypes within themselves too, like something that we have back at home between like the different states of India or for you, like the different states of Pakistan. Right. Americans, much like us, are not a monolith. And contrary to the stereotypes we've seen in the likes of Namaste London, it wasn't Americans, it was British people, but still, most Americans, in my experience, do not care if we don't fully assimilate to their culture. Like, they don't care if we don't drink, they don't care if we're not clubbing or joining a frat or sorority. Yeah, like, individualism is a big thing in America, but it's not, like, that back home. And I feel like to that, like, speaking to that, the most judgment I've gotten about, like, not drinking or not partying late at night and being in the library all the time was from other brown people. Like, Americans really do not care. Yeah, and, you know, part of it also has to do with the fact that we went to NYU, a generally liberal school. Um, but to that point of judging other Desis, I feel like that's true for us too, right? We were more judgmental towards other Indians or Pakistanis who assimilated to American culture more than us. And it took some time for us to unlearn and get over the shock of the fact that Desis can be different from me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One, one hundred percent. You know, speaking of which, like back home, Desi to me was just like this uniquely Indian personality. Mm-hmm. But then I came here and I found this community of like Bangladeshis and other like Sri Lankans and, you know, most shockingly other Pakistanis who are also like Desis. Like, you know, th- we all call ourselves Desis. But for me, that was a very Indian thing. And not only that, but the fact that you knew about all these movies that I watched at home and you were up to date on like the latest Bollywood gossip and you knew songs like Monday Matram and stuff like that was very shocking to me because I really I didn't know that Pakistanis were this into Bollywood uh really I just thought it was like the popular movies and the popular songs but yeah that was that was really wild to me. Yeah, no, that whole sequence of Vande Mataram as Kajal runs, that's iconic for us Pakistanis too. Like, I'm not an Indian patriot when I watch that scene, but I get that it's a story about a mom who's raising her child in another culture and is very dramatic about it. And same with Bola Junior, right? Like, it's meant to be happening at some Indian cultural center, but it doesn't stop it from becoming a must-play song at every Pakistani wedding. And... Out of sheer ignorance, uh, because we unfortunately don't have a lot of Rahuls in Pakistan, I also thought the name Rahul was so cool. Yeah, and then I had to enlighten you, my Pakistani best friend, that actually it is not a very uncommon name. Like, it's the most vanilla of all names. I'm so sorry to all the Rahuls out there, but it's kind of like hairy or something. Also sorry to the Harrys out there. So, yeah. But, but. What about... I'm Rahul. You know what else surprised me about like Pakistan and stuff? Is that you guys had 
a Punjab like in Pakistan I was not aware of it like when you were like oh I have a Punjabi friend I was like what oh wow yeah I I obviously knew that Sindh existed pre-partition in the Indian subcontinent but I also didn't realize until I watched Indian stand-up comics talk about Ranveer Singh that being Sindhi carried its own stereotypes in India and that it was still a relevant term even though you no longer have a Sindh. Yeah, it's it's just, you know, it's, it's something that like shocked me too and just the fact that you were so invested in just our culture, like the Bollywood culture and the music and stuff, that was quite shocking as me. And I will say this again, but you are as much into Bollywood gossip as I am. <laughs> it's like a guilty pleasure. I'm going to drag you through the mud with me. But it's kind of it's like interesting, right? Like we only grew up like a certain number of miles apart. And we clearly had very similar upbringings and things we were exposed to. But even though we were so close, it was we were so far apart. Like Pakistan was just like some sort of folklore to me. Like, you know, I only heard about it from news, you know, when I'd be watching the news, which is kind of sad, you know? Yeah, I will say that we are exposed to Indian content more than you in India are exposed to Pakistani content, I think. Like, I grew up watching Kyunke Saas Bhi Kabhi Bahuthi with my dadi. My grandparents, of course, told me about the India they grew up in because that's where they migrated from. But I really did think in my childhood that y'all roamed around your houses in heavy saris and jewelries like the bahus in Saath Nibana Saathia. Oh, I hate to break it to you, Sanya, but I'm not wearing that right now. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it eventually. Um, but you know, it's heartbreaking too. We have all these shared childhood films and memories and the fact that even in COVID, we were only a couple miles away, you in Calcutta, myself in Karachi, but we had to wait till we could travel thousands of miles away to NYC to meet. But I'm so glad that we did end up meeting, you know, because for me, Pakistan was like this black box. Like I had no idea about it. And the only thing I'd heard was from news or like you know people trying to um you know spread propaganda about Pakistan which was kind of you know when I met you and I was like this is just another Desi person just like me it was so weird to me that you know you and I would have never met had we stayed back in our home countries yeah and and yet there's something heartwarming about the fact that despite all of this despite all of the hatred and propaganda that some powers would like to brew. When we Indians and Pakistanis do meet each other here, we can feel out of place together. That was actually really profound. Feel out of place together. I'm going to use that. Thank you, thank you. Um, And you know, even for those of us who don't have the privilege of traveling outside our home countries or even ever meeting someone across the border, we are inextricably connected. You can't take our shared memes and arts and songs away. Oh, speaking of songs, since this is our first podcast, we wanted to leave you with something a little bit more than us just talking. Um, and, you know, we might make this a tradition. 
सो दिस इज मेरे सामने वाली सरहद अ पैरडी फर्स्ट रिटन बाय द ग्रुप ऐसी तैसी डेमोक्रेसी फ्राम इंडिया रिस्पॉन्डेड टू बाय मोहम्मद हसन मिराज फ्राम पाकिस्तान एंड वी ऑल्सो यूज अ फ्यू लिरिक्स फ्राम अर एंडिशन बाय दीपाली गुप्ता Feel